You can do the intro, I'm too tired. No, <laughs> too tired for intros today. You can do it. I'll wake up throughout the show. I think. Shumai, Chris Edoui. I'm Paul. And, uh, or Ah, or Ak, however you want to say it. Chris, you're that tattoo show. Welcome to that tattoo show. Welcome to that tattoo show. Welcome no, to that tattoo tattoo show. This week. Oh, uh, here we go. It's going to be a good start. I'm sorry, yeah, you know, guys. I'm absolutely shattered today. Yeah. I've, I've had this horrible cough and I've been waking myself up all night. So I haven't slept properly so for a week. Oh, too much dick. Did you know, last week, I, when we was recording, because the delay was so bad, I didn't even hear you say that, you know. So I would have, I, I would, I thought you said something about vaping. And which is, I didn't catch it until until Jay showed me it in the edit. I was like, the cheeky bastard. <laughs> All right. Oh, hope you're well, guys. Uh, Having a good um, Sunday, recovering from a hangover, yeah. It's a, a very sleepy Tuesday night for us, uh, unfortunately, but we'll keep up the pretense that it's we're here live on a Sunday morning, even though you know full well that we're not. I know. And Paul, I don't know if you noticed behind me, it's, it's starting to take shape. It's starting to take shape. I've had... Uh, yeah, it's coming the, together. Yeah, floor's almost laid. I got a couple... We, we were one pack short. So I got a floor to lay, uh, um, floor to lay uh, a stud wall to build, some wood panelling, because I'm going for this rustic look. And then, uh, and then yeah, it's just like moving back in and just getting it looking all nice and sexy. Look. It's nice, man. We're in the... Um, we were talking about this just before we record, actually, that we're in the winter months of the show when uh, there is no uh, daylight in... Uh, well, you ain't got any daylight in your room anyway, I have you? Because no you've got no windows. windows in my, room. my daylight is there. <laughs> this is my daylight. We've got shit nightclub lighting in the background instead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the worst nightclub you've ever been to. <laughs> i tell you one thing though, right? Uh, and, and this isn't really going to be interesting to any of you. And actually, it, it may, because it, I, know, I will say this, we've had a it's lot of people... It's not even fucking interesting mess- to me. Yeah, no, we, we've had a lot of people messaging. I get shots I think, fired. Do you get it as well? Oh, fucking, let's get on the topic of shots fired in a minute. Uh, topic of shots fired. But yeah, we, I always get like people asking us like how we do things on the show. And one thing that I'm very happy with is how I've treated this room so far. Um, I feel like it, just talking now, because this is the first, the second, or no, the first time I've recorded in it since I've treated the room and it doesn't really sound echoey and it, it sounds pretty decent like so hopefully, fingers crossed, um, this is going to sound much better. Chris is having a, a bit of a crash course isn't he, at the minute in uh, in treating rooms for sound design which uh, yes. I, I grew up doing it so to me it's sort of second nature so I'm just in, in advance of uh, what we're going to be talking about. You carry on. Uh, doing the intro, I'm gonna. I've got to find. Uh, I think oh. I've got to find this week's topic. So you know, excuse well, me while I look at yeah, my so phone. While, while Paul is looking for this week's topic, <laughs> I just want to take this moment to say: if you are a new viewer or listener, please make sure you subscribe. And thanks for listening. And also, I'd like to thank our sponsors, who are now Raw Pigments, Electrum Supplies, and Total Tattoo. I believe because we got. Well, new sponsor, three sponsors altogether. This podcast and YouTube element of, of no, sorry, this podcast element of the show or our channel would not be possible without the help from the people that sponsor us. So, just giving a massive shout out. Thanks, James. Thanks, Rob. And what's the other guy's name? Thanks, Perry. That's uh, that's 
the current and thanks, issue. Barry. That's my name on the front there, and my mate Big Mikey. Big Mikey's uh, featured in this one as well, but that's uh, my name gets to, to go on there as well, which is quite good. In case you don't know, I write a regular column in Total Tattoo, so th the sound of my voice is uh, is not enough for you. You can also read my ramblings. This is the in, thing, uh, though. In total, every time they'll be able to read it right, and when they're reading it, all they'll hear they'll just hear your fucking voice in their head, like whilst they're reading it. <laughs> what a terrible thought for you! Don't read it in my voice for god's yeah. sake i can't believe i fucking forgot perry's name for a second then it's been a long day it's been a long couple of fucking weeks sorry perry <laughs> sorry perry but well, i just call him the boss he's my editor yeah. so he's technically you know one day a month he's my boss paul paul put me on the spot then i wasn't prepared normally i prepare things and i'm i know what i'm saying like so go on then. while i'm still looking while i'm still looking for this uh this email you can uh you can do your do your news because actually my bit of tattoo news was i forgot last week to mention that Total have started sponsoring the show. Fuck, it's shocking. Uh, thank you. know, I know it's dreadful of Disgusting. me, but you know, it's 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 also typical. Let's be honest, it's Terrible. also typical of me. Yeah. So you get on with the news while I try and find this um, that this week's topic. This week in the news, there's not really much going on because I have, well, I haven't really had much time to really look into everything because I've been busy dealing with something. Uh, and I will go into that in a moment. But the first bit of news I saw, which was this morning, uh, and that is Silverback Inc. have a reach update. So January the 9th, 2023, his new or their new Smart Black has passed parts one to six for the reach testing via the CTL GmbH labs. Uh, what does that mean? Why is this post different to his previous posts? Basically, they got their certificates and uh, they're going to be ready to rock and roll with it, it looks like. They say they do say it's still a long way to go before it's fully ready for production or available to purchase, but it is great news to start 2023. So it's looking like everyone's catching up and actually it's nice to see other companies going down the route of, you know, CTL lab testing rather than, you know, DIY lab testing. Um, so there's that. The second bit of news, am I allowed to talk about this, Paul? What? About my letter yeah, that I received. you can do that. The second bit of news, <laughs> I don't know if you saw on uh, on my social media recently, but I, I shared a post from a company called AI Tenetas. I'm going to be reviewing one of their machines. I'm in the process of testing it out. They put a post up regarding uh, distributors and who are official and who are not. I then made a comment saying that a certain brand are potentially doing something that is untrustworthy and so on towards other people. And because of that, I got myself my very own <laughs> cease and desist letter. And I'm very proud. So I'm going to fucking hang that maybe up on the wall there. I don't know where. I'm going to put is that your wall. Is that your first one? Are you a yeah. noob to this? Are you a noob to the cease and desist letters? Yeah. Oh, mate, I've got loads of them. There. I've got a whole folder full of them. There. Yeah, you should put it there. Yeah, have it like a little certificate. So, I've yeah. got loads of them. <laughs> Jokes aside, um, they started off with the cease and desist letter. I responded. I've had legal counsel and they've explained everything to me. I've gone... No, I have actually spoke to somebody and I'm in the right. I then... <laughs> I am. I'm in the fucking right. Um, he is in the right, yeah. And But it, it, it has continued and continued and continued. I have been accused of harassment, even though I haven't actually said anything about that person and haven't contacted them unless replying to a cease and desist letter. I have been, although I have been threatened and harassed, but all I will say on the matter is this is something that is gone from being a little bit of a, 
you know, spat with somebody online to potentially turning into something that is is bigger. Long, long story short, this was the tip of an iceberg. Chris uh, presents a tattoo show with somebody that's worked adjacent to investigative journalism for over 20 years. And uh, it piqued my interest. So look forward to that in the future. You know, we can't really tell you very much because we have to keep our mouth shut at the moment. Uh, I think we should get into this week's topic. And what is that? I remember the comment, but I can't remember if it came in oh, via email. I know what the fuck you're on about. Or via a comment on the channel or via Instagram or anything like that. Right, so I will find it. I'll put I'll put a little bit of it up on screen and on screen on screen, and uh, I, we will I will put the person's name who contacted us about this to suggest. This yeah, topic. he's from Cardiff. I know we're talking um, about. Sat from Cardiff. There you go. So it is it is somebody that's that's commented somewhere, some you know somewhere on you know the various channels that you can get hold of us on. Uh, if you do want to suggest a topic, while I think about it. Uh, the best way to do that is to email us at thattattooshow at gmail.com. So we do enjoy your comments because it gives us stuff to, to look at and, you know, maybe, you know, weigh in on and all that sort of stuff. And this is one of those instances. So uh, the commenter who got in touch uh, wanted to know our opinions initially about uh, tattoo artists um, exploiting their customers or their clients. So, initially, we were going to have just a conversation about that, but I thought I would widen this out a little bit to working with clients generally and uh, good, you know, like a good working practice, you know, kind of boundaries and what you ca what you should do, what you shouldn't do, et cetera, et cetera. Does that sound about right to you, Chris? Because he's looking now, because like, I couldn't find it. He's trying to find it. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I just, yeah, I can't find it. Where the fuck's that gone? Um, sorry, what was you saying then? Cause I, no, I can't find it. Just so I know we're on the same page. It's about, like, where tattoo artists are taking pictures. Like, it's like that tattoo artist that was doing, like, micro tattoos and then basically fucking taking pictures of girls' fannies to fucking show their tattoos. Like, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically. It's, In a nutshell. Are you... In your, you know, so this was the initial comment was, are you, uh, if you do a little tattoo on a girl's ankle, for instance, and she has to be almost naked to have the photograph taken, are you exploiting your clients, right? So we, we will get to that section of this conversation uh, in, in a minute. But before we get there, what I wanted to do to set this up was... Um, because I wanted to widen it out to just sort of working with clients generally and the boundaries and and how we sh how you can or should approach working with your clients. So here's my initial thing: is a little bit like the conversation that we had a little while ago about are you a tattooist or a tattooer? And I said to you, there is um, two ideologies yeah. at work here. So working with clients for me, um, it, it basically falls into two different ideologies. You are either the kind of person or, or the kind of tattooist that says, I provide this work, it's on the wall in my shop. Uh, and if a client walks in and says, I want a picture of Mickey Mouse smoking a spliff on my neck, uh, it's, it's got nothing to do with me. If you're over 18 and you're not drunk, and you are mentally fit to make that decision. I'm not a therapist or anything else like that. I simply draw pictures. If that's what you want, I'll put it on your neck. You can have Mickey Mouse 
smoking a spliff uh, it, and it's nothing to do with me. You're a grown-up, that's your mm. decision and if you make a bad decision, it's all your fault and I just do that. I provide this service. That's the one side of the argument. The other side of the argument, which I, I personally fall on, is that when a client walks in, I have a duty of care in a similar way to a, you know, like a doctor or a dentist or yeah. something, where somebody comes into me and says, I want to get a tattoo. It's taken as a given that they don't know a huge amount about tattoos and how they work or that the placement of tattoos may affect your living or something like that. And it's my job to talk them through this and um, suggest either a, a better placement or a, a better tattoo yeah. uh, and advise these people on how to get the best tattoo. You get these two ideologies. So when you start on your tattoo journey and you're going to work in a shop or you're, you know, you're setting up your own studio, I think the first thing to decide is which kind of tattoo we start with. Yeah. You know, do you believe that uh, the, the client is a grown-up, they are a legal adult, uh, they're not drunk and they're mentally fit to get something and if, whatever they decide is their prerogative and it's your job to just make the nicest job of it. And I agree, no, I agree, see, I agree with both sides of this argument. I think it just depends on who you, where you feel, pers where you fall personally, right? But I, I think, um, like, can, can I interject you, a second? Do, yeah, of course you can. Let's just take away from, let, let's take it away from, you know, it specifically being about a man putting tattoos on a woman and then taking pictures of a woman in quite revealing clothes, right? Let's look at- Hang another... on, hang on, hang on. We haven't got, hang on, we ain't got there yet. We're talking about oh, the ideology. We're, we're talking about, are you a therapist? Is it your responsibility to decide whether your client can have the tattoo or not Be, by, based on them being a sober adult who's mentally fit to get the work? Is it is it anything to do with you? You've got that ideology. Or you've got the ideology uh, that, he, that is basically, it's our job to advise our clients that maybe that's not the best idea if you're 18 years old and getting your first tattoo and you're having Mickey Mouse smoking a spliff on your neck oh, in May. Yeah, yeah. Is, do we have a duty of care to our clients to advise them that, that that may affect your job prospects in the future? You know, like the old school thing of yeah, like, yeah, yeah. all the old school tattooers wouldn't tattoo, you know, above the neck, onto your hands. You, you're not allowed to have that, you know, that kind of idea. There was no, a no, little bit yeah, of we, we honour amongst that kind thieves, of, if you like. Yeah, we still have that kind of uh, attitude in the shop. Uh, but the problem that we've got in our shop is... There are now so many tattooists in the area. Some are good, some are fucking terrible. And you know, if you don't, if you say no, this is this is where you have, you have this is this is the other side. You know, like this is the, the the duty of care. It's like, do you, if somebody comes into you and says, I want to get this tattoo done, and you're like, right, you're fucking eighteen, you want to get something on your face, right, or want something on your neck. I know that if I turn on and say no and I advise against it, there is a probability that they're going to go and get it done somewhere else. And then I've either got to advise them to get laser removal or cover it up. Exactly. Like I, I still say no to a lot of them. And I just say, look, with, yeah. and, I, and I, I try and talk them through it. But yeah, it's a, it's a tough one. It's like you, even if you say no, they're going to go and get it done somewhere else, like hand tattoos and stuff like I that. I think that's a great point because we have a similar situation here that, you know, we can we can turn the tattoo down and all they'll do is is you know, they can go three or four miles away yeah. and, and get that tattoo done. And it won't be done and to I at think, least the quality that I know it will be done in the studio. It may not be the best idea, but I know the tattoo will be done better. And I think a lot of people fall into that, you know, into, into that yeah. idea, you know. I, 
I think the problem that we've got as well as an industry is, uh, and, and it's not really an industry problem. It's like, I, what I'm trying to say is like, as tattooists, one of the problems that we face is where you have got this younger generation of n new clients coming through and their idols are the likes of Pugs Malone and all them lot. They've yeah, all got absolutely. fucking shitty Probably face tattoos. Yeah. I'm not having to dig a Pugs Malone because he does good music and he seems yeah. like a really cool guy, but they've all got face tattoos. So you've yeah. got like... All, the, all these young people now, they want to look like the people that they idolise and they, yep. they like. So then they're all getting face towels and it's just like, fuck. So but the reason I'm making this premise um, is that I think before we get into whether you're, you know, you're exploiting your clients or not, I think, you know, you have, as we go along this, uh, this route, you have to decide where do I fall in this ideology? Because I think that if, before, you know, if you start from the, the opposite side of an argument, you may end up at the opposite ends of the re, of the results. Is my point right? So, so I personally believe that I have a duty of care to my clients to give them the the best advice and the best tattoo that I can give yeah. them. Yeah. So when I when I've done the tattoo on them, and it's and we're done, and I and I want to get a photograph for my promotional requirements to get more work. And my client says to me, yeah, Paul, can you, um, can you keep my beard got out of the tattoo? Or I've got, you know, I've got a bit of loose skin on my neck and everything. Can you just, like, just see if you can, like, just crop it a bit shorter? My idea that I have a duty of care extends to, to also taking the photograph of that person and making sure that, you know, any of their, you know, body worries are also covered in the photograph. Like, I always show my clients the photograph that I'm going to post before oh, I yeah. post it. And I go, look, this is the photograph that I've taken. And sometimes, you know, guys will go, or women will go, oh, my bingo wings are in the shot. Can I just stand differently? And I'm like, yeah, sure you can. And we'll, you know, we'll take the tattoo, prop the, the picture properly. Yeah. Uh, so that you're happy with not only the way the tattoo's being presented, but also the way you're being presented, my being clients presented. are being presented. Um, and because I start from a duty of care position that... It, you know, the, the, this is my responsibility throughout from start to finish, then yeah. the, the photograph is also that. So if I ran into a, into a situation where, um, for instance, I don't know, say I do a couple of tattoos on the back of a girl's thigh just underneath her bum cheeks, right? And we finish the tattoo and I want to get a photograph of it, but she's only got a very, very small pair of pants on and isn't comfortable with me taking a tattoo that would be quite that revealing then I simply won't take the tattoo. Uh, no, no, sorry, not the tattoo. I won't, I, take the the I won't take the photograph, right? And it's like, I won't, yeah, I was, I won't I ask my clients, that. you know, oh, can you bend over the bed for me so I can get a better angle and things like that. Yeah. I mean, this is the stuff that the commenter was asking us to talk about was, you know, and this applies to, I think, to men and to women um, where oh, totally, people totally. are taking, you know, Let's be honest, in some cases, fucking soft porn photos of of, of the clients, really. And it's like, it, it's a bit much, isn't it? You know, it, uh, uh, but the other thing to remember about this is, and this is why, you know, this is why we, I wanted to make it a bit of a wider discussion is that mm. because... You know, I start from duty of care and then I, I, I talk to my clients about what they're comfortable with, you know, as even down to what they're how much skin they're comfortable with having on display when I'm tattooing. Do you know what I mean? Because there's a certain amount that I've got to have because I've got to be able to get to the tattoo. But like some people are just not that comfortable with 
being well, yeah. you know, very, very undressed in the studio. So when it that, comes that, do you know what though? That that's one of the reasons why, right, in our studio we have we've all got a private room. Absolutely. And people now I've expanded my room, I've got more space to have I can say like if you want to bring a friend in, you can before with the yep. COVID situation we couldn't. But we always like we always try and make sure we make our com- our clients as comfortable as possible. Exactly. But like with the photographing side of things, like the amount of tattoos that I've done in intimate areas that I just haven't posted because I just yep. I'm like I can't put that online because that's they wouldn't be comfortable doing it. I, I don't even exactly. ask them, I just don't even bother taking the picture. No but um So it's it's I think it's very easy then to complain to the tattooists that are doing it and going Oh, uh, this is exploitative, and you're you're taking you know soft porn pictures of your clients, and you're exploiting their bodies for your own ends. I think the first thing we have to remember is like if you get to know your clients, and I I've tattooed you know a bunch of clients who are you know uh, models, uh, you know, and they, they they work you know as erotic dancers and stuff, and they're actually you know or they're just from Belgium, you know, <laughs> and they're very <laughs> and they're very comfortable with not having many clothes on, they don't really mind and they don't mind having their photograph taken. So I think when it comes to exploiting your clients, um, it's very easy to be, you know, accused of exploiting your client. But if your client's got no problem with, with having very few clothes on and doesn't mind, then... I don't think anybody's getting hurt in that. It's about two consenting adults. If the client so goes, I was, yeah, 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 I've only I was, got a I was tiny pair of that. pants on, I don't care. Like, I'm not bothered. Do you, do you know what I mean? I think you've got to ask the question. You've got to ask the question of yourself, you know. So I think, like, what I was going to say earlier on is, like, yeah, they're two, you've got two consenting adults, right? But I think in the situation of this tattoo artist, obviously people go into that person they are aware of the type of tattoos they do. They are aware of how they present their tattoos online. So they're going in there consenting to what they want. But then I just thought, now also depending on where you are in the world, the type of photography and the way they present themselves might be seen as being, you know, offensive in the UK because, you know, stereotypically British people are quite prude. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like, you know, yeah, yeah. in Europe, in certain places in Europe, that it's fucking fine. Like, but what I was going to get at, like, on the idea yeah. of exploiting people, it's like, yeah, yes. On a base level, what that person is doing is they are using uh, the female form in order to sell their product, which is a tattoo. And it's that age, age old thing in it, sex sells. So that's what they're doing. And, yeah. you know, if that's the way they do it and the, the people are consenting, obviously they, they consent in adults, but there are other people that do this. Like there's them people that do that mad fucking, you know, where they just do the tattoos on people, like scratchy fucking black work and they're really aggressive and they got, and they make videos. Yeah. And so they film in somebody who's like, they force them to smoke joints. They fucking tattoo in their face. They've been really aggressive, slapping them about. They're filming it. I'm like, that is also the, comes under the same umbrella. You are taking Absolutely. advantage of your client to create a video to convey some form of fucking performance of you as a tattoo artist, like just so you can yeah, gain, gain money. So it, it, it works in very, you know, there's various different ways that you can be exploited and you can exploit. But I think like... Well, I, I saw one the other day that actually made me vomit a little bit in my mouth when I saw it, right? It was somebody, I don't know how you do this, right? But they'd got a bubble, a soapy bubble over the top of the tattoo that was full of vape, vape that they'd breathed out. That so was done with like brand, a smoke machine, that was? 
Yeah, so they've got this. I've got this into clean. That. It's not a vape bubble. Is, so, but it's is it? It's not. It's, it's clean, not from his though, mouth. It? It's, it's not, not from sterile. His, it's, it's not from his it's mouth. It's not from it's his from mouth. It's from a smoke machine. But I would still question the hygiene aspects of it. And exactly. I feel like that was my thing. So, yeah. so if you've not seen this video, there's a bubble over the top of a fresh tattoo. You pop the bubble, and and the tattoo appears out of the dry ice or the smoke that they're using. Um, I presumed that it was uh, vape, and I was like, you've just breathed. All over the tattoo, given that we're only just out of a pandemic. I know, it's fucking ridiculous. What's going to happen next? Like, they're going to have a fucking house. Do you know know, that? Do you know, like, that fucking homes where they renovate your house and it's like, move that bus? That's going to be the next thing. It's like, stand behind that bus. But I think that. Do you not think that some of this is the kind of TikTok effect, you know, of like people have got to make tattoos somehow, the reveal of the tattoo somehow exciting? And, And I think we've got to be very careful if you're. When you've got your camera in your hands and you're looking at your tattoo, I think you've got to be very careful when you're taking the picture to ask yourself, are you taking the picture to show how good the tattoo is or are you taking a photograph of a girl's arse, you know, or a, or a bloke's arse? I mean, it could be either, right? But what, what photograph are you taking? You know, at the end of the day, our tattoos are product shots, right? They fall yeah, into yeah, that yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's no, like, there's the like product, this is what it is. Present we do well. want a bit of the body in the shot to show the placement sometimes and all that sort of stuff. But I think you've got to ask yourself, am I doing this for the likes? That's, you know, no, or, but that's what they are. Do you know what I mean? We, we're Be in, honest with yourself we, a little bit. I think, I think we're in a age well we've been in it for a fucking long time but i think what we've got is it's the it's the like chases it's the you know let's get more likes because more likes will get me sponsorships more likes will get me this more likes will get me that and and rather than looking at the real world side of things where it's more a case of good advertisement is what's going to get you clients not likes that will get you this 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 and this yeah there's got to be a middle ground like to to me right i my, my personal opinion of it is if you are taking you know, basically softcore porn pictures of clients to promote your tattoo in, then I, I don't agree with that. That's my own personal opinion. I wouldn't do that on my clients. You know, the other the other thing that I think is important to say, if you're a tattoo client watching this and you're not a tattooist, um, I think it, it should be made very clear that if you don't want your tattoo photographed, right? You don't even have to have the photograph taken. You can refuse. When the tattooist comes to the end and says, I want to take a photo, you can say no. And you sure, you certainly shouldn't be put in a position where you're asked to get more undressed than you need to, to show off the tattoo. Yeah. You know, and the, the tattooist has got no right to do that. So don't, uh, you know, because I worry that people are sort of put on the spot a little bit and bullied into this idea. Oh, I've got to have it for my Instagram. I've got to have it for, for whatever, my TikTok or something. No, as a client, that it's it, you're perfectly within your rights to say no. I don't want a photograph of my tattoo. It's like I never ever post pictures of tattoos that I've done that include photographs of people's uh, children and family unless they're absolutely one hundred percent okay with yeah. it. Be- because I just won't. I just don't do it because I just think it's really unfair. You know, you don't know, know where your tattoos, you know, pictures are going to go, and you know that client might be very, very uncomfortable. I've done lots of like very stylized portraits of people's kids and stuff. You know, yeah. so and you know, and I do quite a few of those. So, I and I, I never really post them, right? I think it's really unfair. But know that as a client that you don't, you can refuse to have your photograph taken. Full stop. It's oh, a promotional yeah. thing. At the end of the day, the tattoo's done. I mean, the tattooist may say, well, look, can I just take a photograph 
I've literally just the tattoo so that I can, should there be any kind of problem, I can prove that the tattoo was clean and done properly on the day. You, do you know what I mean? Yeah, there yeah, might be like so, a little so, bit of like, I want to be able to cover myself, but that doesn't involve you putting on a pair of high heels and, uh, yeah. you know, and, and pulling your skirt up if, if you don't have to. I mean, that's, you know, you... On your wrist, like, do you mean? It's, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a piss take, you know, we'll be, we'll be bleeping that entire sentence because that was vile, you fucking horrible little man. You know? <laughs> Chris turned into a white van driving builder for a moment then, uh, moving swiftly along. But no, I, 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 I think, I, I think personally myself, right, I think it's, I, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with like taking off naked pictures of your clients. To, to exploit yourself. At the same time, like, like I don't agree with doing them fucking mad, I'm going to fucking really hurt you and be really aggressive towards yeah. you when I'm tired, just for a fucking video for, I don't know, to be fucking cool. It, it, it's, you know, it's, it, it's like, it's like, do you know what it's like? It's, it's the equivalent, right, of going to a dentist, right? And the dentist either, if, if you're going to go on the, the side of the, the, the abusive type, aggressive people, it's like the dentist going, right, you're not having any fucking dummy stuff, right? Drilling fuck every teeth, slapping you in the face and be like, do you want to fill in? Bang! Do you want to fill in? Fuck you! Fuck you! Bang! Or, yeah. it, or it's no. the equivalent of like the dentist going, okay, I've just uh, I've just finished your veneers. Now, if you could just uh, remove your top so I could take a picture of your yeah. teeth from the other side of the room, um, uh, that would be great. <laughs> that, that wouldn't happen. You know, come on, tattooing, you're not in the fucking circus. Uh, tattooing is just tattooing. Take pictures of tattoos. You know, I mean, and you know, I mean, by all means, if your client's totally okay with it and they don't mind juggling naked while you take a photograph yeah. of them, then I mean, go for your life, whatever. But you know, I would imagine that the bulk of clients are not okay with that. We all meet the odd client where they go, "Yeah, I don't, I don't give a damn," and I'm like, "Yeah, fine, no problem. Then we'll we'll do that." But I still think. Even if the client's okay, I still think you have to ask yourself the question about what are you actually presenting tattooing as? We all do, not only do we have a duty of care um, to our clients, we're also the custodians, the current custodians of the world of tattooing and our behaviour will resonate through yeah. the generations. So if we don't set a decent example to people, this will just get worse and worse. And that's what we're seeing now. You know, people are basically doing fucking circus tricks while they're doing tattooing, which is... I've seen me, that. Just Someone like on a fucking pole dance just do the fucking tattoo. tattoo. And it's just like fucking wild. But I think... No, what, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's amazing that you can do that. What If you can do a handstand while you're doing a tattoo, I think that's fucking incredible. But I don't really think... But you're just doing that for likes. You're doing yourself, it for attention. Do you yeah. know what I mean? You're not presenting yourself as a tattooist like that is not maybe not the way. Maybe you should be just yeah. pre presenting yourself as a professional artist and having a bit of class. <laughs> yeah, Do you know what again, I mean? It's like imagine going to the dentist and the dentist is like, Look, I just gotta make a quick TikTok. So do you mind if I jump on this fucking pole <laughs> and I just administer your um your filling whilst upside down on a fucking pole? It wouldn't happen yeah. because they have professionalism. But I've always said this, like our industry yeah. is one of those industries that, you know, we are uh, we're an industry of people that lack a mass understanding of the fucking job that we do and elements to do with the job. We still, they still think we're fucking yep. pirates. We, they have a very weak grasp and understanding of like infection prevention control and and all and and all the other the sides of it. So, but at the but at the same time as well, right? What I what I would like to say on this topic also is, we are we need to understand that the internet yep. has made the no. world small. Well, I think you've got to set you, you've got to set your own you know, make your own decision about where you fall on the arguments. You know, is it, is, you know, is it, 
you know, the client's decision about their tattoo nothing to do with you, or do you believe you've got a duty of care to them? Uh, if you do, then I think that duty of care extends to how you present that finished tattoo on your social media, because you know it's very likely that your social media will have far greater reach than the client's social media, uh, because of the nature of what we all do. Uh, so you, you do have a responsibility there to present things properly. I think you've got to ask yourself the question, uh, you know, am, am I comfortable with this? Is the client comfortable with this? And does this, you know, does this align with my brand, if you like, you know, is, you know and all of that sort of stuff. Um, and, you know, it's, it's I think that's the best thing that you can do. I mean, I, I think if you're beating your clients up in order to black their faces out, then you've gone the wrong way. And similarly, if you're getting all your clients to strip naked, yeah. no matter what the tattoo is, you're doing it wrong again. And if, you, if you're juggling and doing vape tricks while you're doing your tattoo, then you, you're probably doing it wrong for me. For me yeah, personally. It's like they're tuning into know. a circus. Like, I, I was just thinking about this now, right? I was just like, if from I'm looking at it from a customer's perspective, right? From a customer's perspective, I... If I'm looking to get a tattoo, I don't go on the internet and be like, right, I'm going to get tattooed by somebody that fucking takes pictures of half-naked people. I'm like, I want to see what the... Or that juggles while they're supposed yeah, to be drawing. <laughs> or blows fucking <laughs> you know smoke I mean? bubbles on my leg. Like, the soapy reveal was fucking bad enough. Like, never mind having... Oh, fucking hell. The, the smoky reveal now. Because we, you know, we live in a world of social media now and we're only really starting to figure it out ten, like 10 years into it. My advice would be... it's. Like when you're chasing a social media following, like a lot of you will be, because it is um, a great place to promote yourself for the right reasons. You might not be, you know, chasing after likes and and sponsorships and all that sort of stuff. You might just be trying to get clients, which is at the end of the day, that's the name of the game is we use social media to spread the pictures of our tattooing around the world so that we can get more clients. Um, it's a very easy trap to fall into of adding all these kind of bells and whistles to what you do to, to stand out. And my, my advice to you would be just make really, really nice tattoos, get really good at taking good photographs of them that are representative of your work and that will be enough. You don't need to you know, juggle or ride a unicycle whilst, you know, whilst semi-naked with your client on the handlebars or something. It, that's, it's probably not, A, it's not presenting you in a very good light as a professional artist. And B, if we are the current custodians of the world of tattooing, which will change with each generation, um, it's our responsibility at the moment to, at, at the very least, leave tattooing in as good a state as when we found it. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be worse than when we started. And I think I worry about with the way social it's going, media. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I think with you know, I think in to a certain degree, where when I fifteen years ago when I got into tattooing, um, it was in a, a very different place, and I I'm not sure that it's better presented now than it was before you know what i mean and so that's something i'm very keen on i'm promoting is you know we're, we're not only responsible to our clients we're also responsible to this thing that gives us all a living this art form that we all love yeah and we should be looking after this art form you know what i mean and and having you know having a little bit of care with it you know i i, I wouldn't want to get be getting into an industry where you're expected to learn fucking circus skills as well as becoming a tattooist. I've got to learn tattooing, circus skills, pole dancing, vape tricks, on top of learning marketing and photography. I mean, fuck that. It's just like fucking hell. 
And so with that, guys, with this slightly uh, rambly, ranty um, uh, episode. Yeah, it's an episode, isn't it? And so with that, guys, I hope this has given you a little bit of food for thought. uh, Something to shout at the telly about on a Sunday morning, isn't it? Uh, Yeah, I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Uh, we've been your Purple Andy Preachers and this has been That Tattoo Show. I've been Paul. And I've been Chris. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. Uh, if you've got any feature ideas, shoot us an email. We're going to be asking a few questions over the next couple of weeks on our Instagram. So if you don't follow The Tattoo Show on Instagram, head over there. Uh, there won't be any uh, juggling. We, uh, we just put fucking questions up and it's as simple as that. And so have you got anything to say before we yeah, go? Yeah, well, before we go, uh, this week we're... Pro- probably be your last chance to put your name down to get some sample of them uh, sharing cartridges I'm gonna probably do the draw like once my room is done once it's finished I'll do the I'll do the draw and then we'll arrange to send them out then this was that tattoo show we'll see you next week guys take care how you vowel mm-hmm.